Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Blind Boys Politics. It's Nicholas Rod here with you, and it's time for, well, I guess this month it's Good News Sunday. Yes, this episode would normally be coming out uh, yesterday, for those that are listening to this on the day it comes out, Uh, but either way, it's still here. We still have a good news episode for you for the month of August. I am by myself this week. Chris could not join me for this one, um, but I know that he would have loved to have been here, uh, and I think he really would have enjoyed the stories that I have uh, picked out for this episode. Because I'll just say right now, uh, without getting into any of the details just yet, I'm impressed with the stories um, that that I found this time. Now, normally, you know, I'm always happy about the stories that I find. And I'm always very uh, satisfied with the stories that I find for the show and everything on the normal episodes and the other good news episodes in the past. But the... Uh, the stories that I found today just have an extra flair to them. And I don't know if it's just because I'm already in kind of a uh, cheery, kind of lighthearted mood or, or what it is. But I'm excited for this episode of Good News. And I really hope you guys enjoy this episode as well. Because, you know, I say this whenever we do a Good News episode, but... I'll just reiterate the fact, and I'll say again, that I absolutely love doing these episodes. I know Chris loves joining me for these episodes. I love putting them together and and recording them and bring them out for you guys. It's such a fun experience. It's uh, it's a wonderful time doing the research for it, getting to talk about it, uh, getting to tell these stories here on the podcast. It's a wonderful, wonderful time, and I hope you guys enjoy it just as much as I love to create them and put them out, Um, because honestly, I I just love doing it. It's always nice to have these kinds of episodes, um, because you just get a full injection of that good news, that happy feeling... um, And it's especially fun bringing a lot of variety when it comes to these good news stories. You know, I'm not just held to picking one. Um, I can bring in, you know, a bunch of stories from all different fields and and all different situations. It's it's just such a great time. But I think that's enough of me rambling on. Why don't we get right into these stories? I have four for you guys this morning. And let's just jump right in. So we start off with a huge one. All right. A boy in Texas is doing his very best and putting in all his effort to collect used books through a donation from all around the country to give to children who may not be able to have books at home, who might not be fortunate enough to get books online or to have even physical books in their home. 
And it's not just a small effort. Like I said, he's making this effort for, for you know, from around the entire country. He's trying to get books from all over the country. And his goal was not anything small. He wasn't trying to go for uh, 200 books, 500 books, 700 books. No, no, no. His goal for the month of August is 500,000 books. And he might just reach it. At the time of recording this, it is August 7th. He has already collected over 120,000 books. And he he very well might make it to 500,000 if he keeps collecting at this rate. But not only has he done that. In the past, he has donated toys to children's hospitals, to a Dallas children's hospital. And he worked with food pantries and other organizations to bring over 100,000 meals to Texas families. Now, to this point, I haven't told you the boy's age. And you might be wondering, I'm calling him a boy. But you would think maybe he's, you know, 15, 16, 17. No, 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 no. This boy's 10 years old. He's 10 years old and has been able to put together these kinds of fundraisers and events and all these different efforts to help people. Just extreme and just unexplainable levels of kindness, compassion, deep thinking, things that most other kids, and especially most kids his age, wouldn't really even have any idea of how to set up or any idea of how to how to pull it off. And he came out with a quote while all this was uh, building up. And he says, Kindness is a virtue we can all possess if we are willing to. So why not start today? Because right now, it's what we need more than ever. That is an absolutely breathtaking quote and it because it's so true right now in today's day and age we need kindness we need compassion because sometimes it's hard to see where that kindness and compassion exists you know it's out there always but sometimes it, it can be definitely Things can seem dark. Things can things can seem scary and unsure and, you know, just kind of a little down, you know, especially with the pandemic and everything that has gone on uh, with that over the past 16 months, 17 months. And it's just, it, it astounds me. This boy is 10 years old. I can tell you right now, I definitely was not doing 
these kinds of events. I wasn't helping getting families in my state over 100,000 meals. I wasn't trying to collect and donate 500,000 bucks. Definitely not. And I don't know really anyone who was. <laughs> it's just remarkable. It, 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 it's breathtaking. To think about the effort from our younger you know, our younger generations, you know, these younger kids. Because they are the ones, you know, granted, I'm just eight years older at this point in time to this boy. But, you know, so I'm, I'm speaking like I'm much older, but these kids are part of our future. And... Kids like Orion, the boy, and boy's name's Orion. He can have the chance to do remarkable things, wonderful things, and he already has. And it doesn't look like he's stopping. <laughs> but that is our first story for this morning. Our second one takes place in a hospital where a nurse, on her days off, actually comes into the hospital and will brush and braid the hair of patients who request it. Now, Brooke Johns has been a nurse for two and a half years. And over the past five, six months, she's been offering to do this because... You know, she had a friend who was in the hospital and saw just the toll it took, not to mention all the patients she had seen before that who have a hard time while being forced to stay in the hospital. And she figured, you know, as a nurse, it's her, you know, she wants to help. She wants to help these patients in any way that she can. And that's exactly what she does. And she just tries in any way that she can to touch the lives of the patients in her hospital. Um, she just tries to do anything that she can to give them that human connection, uh, you know, that bond where that patient doesn't have to feel alone. They don't have to feel like they are just uh, trapped in the hospital trying to recover and, and trying to get better. You know, it gives them a little happiness, a little comfort, and just makes everything a whole lot better. So not, not only is she trying to better the lives of patients through the work she does as a nurse, but just as a friend and as a person, she's doing all she can. And again, she's doing this on her day off, you know, on her days off where she could be at home because, you know, working in healthcare is no easy task. Not by any means. We hear the stories and if you work in healthcare, you know, it's not easy. You know, it's tiring. It's, it, I can only imagine the stress is quite immense at times. So 
to 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 come in on your day off and to help these patients on your own time when you could just be at home resting she is being stronger and and you know going the extra mile that so many others wouldn't take and she's doing it just to help these patients find that connection that they're missing while they're in the hospital it's heartwarming out of you know that that is a heartwarming story at its finest and I wish I could say more about it. I wish that I could go on about this one because it's just truly wonderful. It, it's just an absolutely just I, I can't even think of the words. I, I can only describe this story as sunshine. And I don't know if that really sounds corny or or anything like that, but I feel like it's a great description for it because it's pure warmth. It's warmth, it's light, it's all these things that just make you think of of sunshine, that happiness, that that light. And she's again just going that extra mile when she could be using that time and that effort on herself during her day off. So that's story number 2. Story number three is just, I I don't know how to describe this one. So Gary Miracle ended up coming down with a blood infection at the end of 2019. And on New Year's Eve, heading into 2020, he was airlifted to a hospital in Florida where he lived. Well, he was put on a form of life support where his blood is pumped and oxygenated from outside of the body. That way, his lungs and his heart got a chance to rest while they worked the infection out of his body. Now, this came with a price. They ended up having to amputate both of his arms and both of his legs However, it was below the joint for each of them. So on both arms and both legs, he got to keep his elbows and his knees. He got to keep his joints. So after 117 days in the hospital, he was finally released and came home. And even without arms and legs, he did not lose an ounce of his spirit. You know, he came home, he got to spend time with his wife and four children, and he did not get down about things. He learned how to use his computer with his elbows. (laughs) Imagine that kind of, you know, creativity and (laughs) determination, to say the least. Learned to use his computer with his elbows, um, learned how to... You know, give his children rides in his wheelchair safely and do all of that. But the story gets better. Before 
he came down with the infection. Miracle was an avid runner. You know, he had run ever since his high school days. He was one of the best runners in his high school. And he always just wanted to stay in shape. He always wanted to do his best to just keep running, uh, keep healthy, and all of that. Well, after his arms and legs got amputated, of course, you know, he didn't get that opportunity. He didn't get the chance to run. He didn't get the chance to, to do any of that. But he actually ended up getting prosthetic arms and prosthetic legs. And since he got to keep the joints, they're actually usable. And he's actually been working on getting himself out of his wheelchair. And by August 15th, you know, that's coming right up next Sunday. In seven seven days from the time of release of this episode. He plans to run two miles in a race. Without any wheelchair, without any assistance, with his new prosthetic arms and his new prosthetic legs. You know, <laughs> there's a reason his last name is Miracle. Because his story is a miracle. And I don't care if that line sounds cliche or or not cliche but corny um because wow the things that he has been through and the things that he has had to fight through they're just absolutely insane first he has to fight off this blood infection he has to go on life support having his blood pumped and oxygenated from outside his own body. He survives that, is spending 117 days in the hospital. Finally gets the chance to come home. Had lost his arms and legs and was in a wheelchair full time. Learned to use his computer with his elbows. And then gets prosthetic arms and legs and tries to revive his love for running. The determination of Gary Miracle is just, it's bottomless. It's an ocean of determination. That's what I'm going to call it. It's an ocean of determination. Because what he's managed to do. And what he's managed to persevere through is just, it's like climbing Mount Everest. It's one of those things where it just seems so impossible. It seems so daunting and terrifying. And then he just goes and climbs it. And he beats it. And now he's about to run two miles completely on his own with no wheelchair and new prosthetic limbs. Just I'm rooting. I'm rooting 
for Gary Miracle. And honestly, this is a story that I want to continue following as long as it's being covered because this is just this is one story that just makes you want to be more motivated. It makes you want to push yourself further. You see what he's been through and it just makes you want to do more. It makes you want to face your own fears or beat your own challenges. I know it does that for me anyway. So this is definitely a story I'm going to continue following because Gary Miracle is a miracle. But that is story number three. And our last story for this morning is just another really nice heartwarming story. A black German shepherd by the name of Bear has just recently retired from his sheriff's department in Texas. And the officers of the department actually threw him a retirement party where they... You know, read out all of his achievements. He took photos with all the officers in the department. And they just had a celebration for his six years on the force with them. And Bear's story is actually pretty, out, you know, just outstanding and pretty insane. First off, the reason, you know, the way that the police department got Bear was through an $8,000 donation or with help of an $8,000 donation from a local restaurant near the sheriff's department. And they used that money to help get Bear, and then they put him through training and everything, and he made it through training. And over his six years, he has been trained to do several different things. He was most... Notably trained for his ability to find missing persons, especially children and the elderly, uh, as well as he was able to recover, you know, he helped recover those suffering from things like mental illness, uh, those trying to commit suicide and, and the like. Not only that, though, he was also trained to sniff out several different types of drugs. Uh, for specifically, he was trained to sniff out cocaine, uh, methamphetamines, heroin, and marijuana. And he's worked with many different police agencies over the years. Uh, a lot of different law enforcement agencies, including the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security. This this is one decorated police dog. You know, his history on the force is just absolutely stacked high with accomplishments and um and just outstanding police work and and all of that has happened over the course of, you know, more than half a decade. Six years and a little bit and a little bit more. But Bear will live out the rest of his days with uh, his current handler, you know, the police officer that he last worked with 
on the force. And he will get to just enjoy his retirement in peace. But that is the last story for this morning's episode of Good News. And I hope you see what I mean now when I say that this episode was going to be a little special. And I hope you see why I was so excited to share these stories with you. Because these stories... While I love every story that I bring to you guys on these episodes and the normal news episodes, these four rank right up there with some of my favorite. They rank right up there with some of the best that I've ever brought to you, in my opinion. I know I've had a lot of fun recording this. I've had a lot of fun researching and finding these stories. And I hope you guys enjoyed getting to listen to them. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, these stories as much as I did. But that is it for this good news episode. We'll be back with another one in the first weekend of September. But make sure you don't miss out on our other episodes. Of course, we always have our normal news episodes on Mondays and Fridays. And of course, don't miss the dumb law episodes that we put out on Wednesday mornings either. In the meantime, make sure to follow us on Twitter. Um, follow us at Blind Boy Politic. Link in the show notes uh, where you will get all of the latest and breaking news, latest updates, all of that stuff. And follow our personal accounts also on Twitter. Also link in the show notes where Chris and I uh, will talk about anything and everything that's going on with us. It gets really entertaining. It's It gets really fun over there. So don't miss it. Also, check out our Medium articles, link to those in the show notes, where we talk about news that we don't typically talk about here on the podcast. Uh, it's a whole other, you know, it's a whole other platform of news where you can get some extra information on some of the major stories going on throughout the country and around the world. But, like I said, that is it from me this morning, you guys. We'll see you tomorrow morning for the Monday morning show. See you later.